Your business exists because you had the idea to start it. Everything begins in our minds. That's why your business results cannot outgrow your current level of thinking. Do you want to serve more clients, make more money, without working more or burning yourself out? Grow yourself first as a leader of your business, because that's who you are, a leader, even if you're the only person in your business right now. When you lead yourself first, the business results will always follow. My name is Maggie Perotkin. I'm an international business and leadership coach, an expert in business mindset, strategy, and high performance. I created the Diamond Effect podcast to help you elevate your thinking, expand your perspective, and through it, grow your business without overwhelm. So let's get started. Welcome, my friends, to episode number 18th of Diamond Effect Podcast. And today we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, and this is planning, the case for planning. And why? Because in exactly one month, starting December 6th to December 10th, I'm inviting you to join my annual challenge, Design Your Success for 2022. Uh, last year, we I ran this free challenge and it was such a success. Over 100 people attended and they got so much value out of it that I decided to redo it again this year. And I think that everybody's tired of COVID. 2021 was better than 2020, I think, as far as COVID goes and all the restrictions. But it's time to think about the new year <clears throat> and all the success you can achieve in it. So the challenge is free, but really, if you think about it and the value my clients got out of it last year, it was worth at least $1,000. It helped so many women to create a plan for the new year that gave them peace of mind and excitement and really belief that what they want to achieve in their business is possible. And as I said, I have a huge passion for planning. I'm a proponent of it. So I want to talk about planning and make a case with you for planning in your business and what advantages it does, how can you do it or what you should be doing in terms of planning and um, growth opportunities it creates for you. But let's start first with objections or kind of thoughts that I see a lot of entrepreneurs have against planning, right? They, it's always curious. I'm curious and fascinated by it because whenever I talk with some entrepreneurs, you know, there is mistrust to planning. There is thoughts that it's a waste of time and all those things. So um, before we dive into the planning type since one, I want to address maybe three biggest misconceptions or myths about planning. So the first one is, I don't have time for planning. I'm so busy. You know, I have so many things to do that I don't have time to spend, you know, I don't know, 30 minutes a week, and then maybe 45 minutes a month additionally, and then maybe an hour, a quarter additionally to plan. I would argue that you actually don't have time 
not to plan. Because as somebody wise once said, an hour of planning saves you 10 hours of doing. And it's such deep truth, 100%. When you take time to plan, you actually create a container for your creative and solutioning brain to flourish. And when you let it flourish, you actually are proactive and you can predict things that otherwise will surprise you throughout your, you know, day to day in your business. And when you predict them, you can decide what you do about it in that proactive manner, in a calm way. It doesn't come as a surprise. Whenever we deal with a surprise or you know, emergency in our business, it takes so much longer to figure it out because then we have, you know, high emotions, maybe panic, maybe fear, maybe overwhelm. And our brain doesn't solution well when it's entangled in all those negative emotions. So when we are actually calm and we predict certain things, this can happen and that can happen or prepare for it, it saves so much time down the road. So you just notice important details, you take them into account, so your decisions are much better, you get some creative ideas and so on. So you do not have time not to plan. That's the thought that I would like you to explore. The second um, objections, let's just call it, I hear sometimes is, you know, I love my life spontaneous. I don't like to put myself in a box and trapped and I want to be flexible and so on. And you know what? It's great to be spontaneous. It's great to do fun things in life and sometimes even in business. However, <clears throat> I want to offer that in your business, you're a professional and you should not leave the results or outcomes that your clients get out of your business to chance and some sort of spontaneity. Imagine if you were going to a heart surgery and the surgeon didn't have a plan what to do, how to exactly help you. They'll be like, oh yeah, I know enough. I'm just going to be spontaneous about it. I wouldn't want to be under a knife of a surgeon like this. Or again, a pilot. They don't have a flight plan. They're going to be, oh, I'm just going to be spontaneous, figure it out as I fly how to get you from, you know, New York to Paris, for example. Would you want to be on the plane like that? I wouldn't. So it's the same for your clients. They want you to really have a plan from A to Z how you're going to help them. To have a plan, how are you going to find them so they can benefit from your help? So having a vision and then creating a roadmap to that vision really shows your professionalism. again, helps you understand whether you're on the right path to that vision or to helping your clients or may maybe you lost your way and there's a detour that you need to make or some improvements that you make, make. and really... <clears throat> you can predict the results you're going to have. And for me, if I'm relying on my business to create financial freedom for me, for my family, I want to be able to predict those results. I do not want to leave them to chance or some spontaneity. I will leave the spontaneity and having fun in my professional life with the money that I make in my business. All right. So then 
The third objection I sometimes hear is that, you know, planning, a part of planning is obviously setting goals, specific goals that we can measure, right? That we know whether we met them or not. So there is this thought that, oh, you know, I don't want to set goals because if I don't meet them, then I will feel bad about them. And I'm not going to talk about it in detail here, because if you go back to episode number five, when I was talking about setting money goals, I actually talk about that thought more in detail. So I highly recommend going back to episode number five and listening about it. But think about how your mind works, right? As a leader of your business and leader of yourself, you know, setting goals, it's definitely not for you to feel bad if you don't meet them, but to realize, you know, what worked when, as you were going forward and, you know, working towards that goal, so then you can do more of that. What didn't work, so why you didn't reach the goal, so you can learn from it, not feel bad about it, because, you know, it happens. Nobody's perfect. None of us reaches our goals 100% of the time within the time frame that we set for ourselves, right? We tend to underestimate the amount of time it takes to set the goal. You can meet any goal you want, but sometimes you might just not meet it in the time you hoped for or you thought you would. But it doesn't mean you cannot meet the goal, right? So just that time frame that you set, it's just a container for you to know, you know, whether you're moving in the right direction or not, whether you're putting an app action to it or not, whether the tactics that you picked are getting you there or not. And if you don't meet that goal within the time you met, that's okay. You can still meet it. It will just take you a longer time and you can learn from that too. So I hope that I helped you maybe overcome some of the your own objections that you have about planning. And now you're like, okay, Maggie, I'm excited about planning. As just like you, okay, tell me what type of planning and I'm supposed to be doing. So here we go. So this is the ideal state that if you can get to it, I can promise you 100% your business will grow faster you have less stress, less overwhelm, you'll be more effective and actually have more fun as you're doing it. So the first type of plan is that long-term vision for your business, a strategic plan or, you know, intentional plan, however you want to call it. And, you know, a good time frame is three years, especially if you're a solopreneur, your business is not that big and you're in an industry that changes a lot, right? If you're relying, again, on social media and technology to run your business, things change. So trying to do like a 10 or five-year-old plan, five-year-long plan, it just doesn't make sense. If you're in an industry that never changes or hardly ever, then maybe, or you're a big corporation, maybe that makes sense. But hey, we're all entrepreneurs here, most of us, right, on this podcast. So three-year is a great start. So here you're, 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 you know, creating a vision, big, hairy, and audacious goal, and you're thinking, where are you taking your business? Why would you want to take it there? What is your mission? Who do you serve? You're thinking, you know, you are thinking about the playing field you're in, 
looking at outside, you know, not only at your competition, but some opportunities that are being created in the market and so on. You're looking inside what strengths you already have that you can leverage to get to that point over the next three years, but also what you will need to set up, right, throughout those three years to achieve that goal. And that takes time. But it doesn't have to be long. It could be a half day thing. And, you know, it's good always to have that that plan. Somebody help you with that, not necessarily do it alone and research because different point of views are good. And having somebody challenge you on, some, on certain assumption is really good. But whomever you pick, make sure that they're, you know, they're innovative, they're an expert in their field, and they can really, they, they understand what you're trying to accomplish, right? And they maybe they're the people who've already been there. Now, once you have that, then everything you do from there needs to be aligned, right? So when we create a strategic plan, it's not about creating that vision and thinking about, you know, things you need to do and assessing everything and then putting it on a shelf and letting it collect dust and what you do from there on, on is totally disjointed, right? That doesn't make sense. It's a waste of time then. So don't do it if that's how you would do it. How you want to do it is once you have that strategic plan, then you start to breaking it up. So that grand vision into those three years. And it doesn't have to be very detailed in a year two or three, more of a high level. What you want to get detailed on is the year ahead of you, right? So once you know more or less, okay, let's just take current years in 2022, 2023, 2024. This is where I want to be. This is more or less what I'm planning to do in those years. Then you take 2022 and you dive in deeper to that. And that's what we will be doing in Design Your Success 2022 Challenge. That's all. That will be exactly that. I'll walk you step-by-step in this challenge, the workshops every day to create a solid plan with the tactics, with the how you're going to do it for 2022. So that's why it's a no-brainer for me. You should be there. I've included the link in the show notes. Um, You need to, and it will be fun together, right? We'll be doing it together with a bunch of other entrepreneurs. You're going to be motivated. It's going to be a great plan. I will challenge you on the way you think in your business, the way you make decisions in your business. It's just pure benefits. So why not join us? So that yearly plan, um, as you work through it, then as you work through that plan, you know, you start breaking it down. So once you have a yearly plan, then you start breaking it down into quarters, right? So then let's say if you set up a money goal and then episode number five will tell you about why you should do this. So let's just say you set up a money goal for 2022. This is how much money I want to make. Then you start breaking it down into quarters. So how much money each quarter I need, you know, I would need to make to get to my 2022 goal. Now, not every business, you know, it is still directional, right? So if you don't make 
the amount of money you planned one quarter, you can always catch up quarter the next quarter. Or if you overdriven the money you've had first quarter, if the second one is not that great, right? So so it's it's a directional goal. But if you're in seasonal business, you want to split that goal into quarters to more realistic ones rather than just divide, let's just say $100,000 into $25,000 each quarter, right? If, if let's say your bulk of your usually clients purchase your services or whatever you're offering the quarter number four because of, I don't know, Christmas or people love to do whatever you're offering them in the fall, then the money goal for that quarter should be higher than maybe in the summer. Maybe the summer's more of a, you know, um, slower quarter for you. So break it up in a way that you've seen in your business, you know, trends. And if you don't know yet, if your business is new, then you can break it up equally and then observe and learn as you go through 2022. So then once you break it up, then you're thinking, then you're looking at the quarter ahead of you, right? You're looking at quarter one, let's say 2022, and you're thinking, okay, now what do I need to do each month to get there, right? How much money do I want to make and how am I going to achieve that? So then we're going down to a monthly plan and monthly plan becomes really the activity. So the tactics, not only, not only more strategy, but the tactics, the actions you're going to take to achieve the goal you want to achieve, right? For the month ahead of you. And those tactics, you truly need to break them down into weekly and daily. And for example, my dream plan do high productivity journal is designed to help you with it. It's a journal that I give my clients, my coaching clients, but it's also available to purchase on um, Amazon. I can throw the, the link to it in the show notes, but it lasts for a quarter. <clears throat> so it actually helps you and go comes with a training video as well uh, with it. So it helps you establish that quarterly goal or just take the quarterly goal from the, you know, yearly planning that you've done or that you will do with me in Design Your Success Challenge um, and then break it down into monthly and then break it down into weekly and daily actions you're going to take to get you there. So can you see how everything is aligned? Every single action you take is aligned with what you want to achieve this month, this quarter, this year, in the next three years. And that's how you get the fastest results possible. That's how you truly get to grow your business in a way you want to grow. Okay. And, and I cannot stress it enough how important that it is if you're really serious about growing your business long term and, you know, not doing things that are unnecessary in your business, when you value your time and you want to be super effective with it and not waste time and stuff that it's, you know, it's keeping you rather busy or that feels productive, but it's not the right things to do, to focus on. Right? There's nothing productive about doing the things that you shouldn't be doing at all. <clears throat> so 
what I also want to, you know, the benefits of, for example, weekly planning, right? So in, in, in the journal, you know, again, you can do it on a piece of paper or just a notebook that you buy in dollar store. That doesn't really matter. The container you have for yourself is when you plan your weeks and you know a week ahead of time how you're, how, what areas you're going to focus on each day and what activities you would take each day, it, you're making sure that you're not overscheduling yourself, right? Because if you take 30 minutes, let's say on a Friday afternoon to think, okay, what am I going to do next week? And you start planking whatever you think, you know, whatever commitments already you already have or, you know, tactics that are actions you wanted to take, right? Um, and if you start planking them on the schedule and you see that you're running out of time and room, you know right there on Friday, oh, I cannot accomplish as much next week. I need to scale down my ambitions. And you're not finding yourself, let's say on Wednesday, all overwhelmed. Oh my God, I have still so much to do. I haven't even done half of the stuff I planned or I had this to-do list that I thought I will tackle but I didn't realize how much time it takes, right? So when you're more strategic about it, more intentional, you can really not overschedule yourself and save yourself a lot of overwhelm. When you know what you're doing each day, you're actually <clears throat> also saving a lot of time thinking about what you're going to do. I'm sure you are sometimes in a scenario when you're like, Monday morning, let's just say you're in front of your computer, you're okay, time to work, let me think what I'm going to do. And even if you had a to-do list, I bet you had a situation when you spent 30 minutes, 45 minutes trying to decide what you're going to do, then you got distracted because you were deciding and you looked at Facebook and you started scrolling and the, an hour passed and you realized, oh shoot, I didn't even do anything right? So to prevent yourself from that, if you plan it ahead and you know Monday morning, okay, I'm going to create a video for my YouTube channel, or I'm going to write a newsletter and here's the topic, how much time you save knowing that? All you do is boot the computer, <clears throat> I don't know, open a Word document and start writing newsletter or your, you know, your, your email um, software. Um, so, and then you also, of course, make sure that those actions that you're planning to do are aligned with your goals. And that's okay. Of course, each day or at the end of the day, you want to look at the next day and readjust the things as much as possible. You know, creating a weekly schedule, it's not about, you know, setting yourself in a box that you cannot change or creating that, setting something in the stone and no matter what life throws at you, you cannot change it. No, you are the CEO of your business. You make all the decisions. You can always change your schedule, but it's much easier to readjust and realign things than trying to build something from scratch in the heat of the moment. Okay. So those daily reviews are important. So again, the magic that this creates is just unbelievable. But it's so it's simple. It's not it's not difficult. It's actually very easy and it doesn't take a lot of time. And it creates alignment 
you get super effective with the, your time. You really focus on the things that are important, right? That are directly related to your goals. It's the fastest way to grow. It saves so much time. It truly eliminates a lot of stress, a lot of overwhelm, a lot of unexpected things, like 95% of things you can be proactive. And then yes, there's always 5-2% of stuff that happens. But when you don't do that, when you don't have those planet habits, it could be like a 60-40, 40% unexpected and maybe 60 planned or even worse, right? And it also grows your confidence in knowing that where you're going, where you are, and that you know you're that you're prepared it it's really the power of just this calm knowing hey i'm prepared i know exactly what i'm doing it's just unbelievable so before we finish today i want to point out another key thing in this whole kind of journey is <clears throat> making sure that you take time also to assess what's working and what's not And that assessment just doesn't happen only once a year. Yes, during a challenge, we'll do that. We will assess what worked in your business and what didn't. And I'll walk you through it for the year. But the more you assess and the more frequently you assess things you do, what's working, what's not working, how can I improve and so on, the faster you learn, the faster you achieve your results. And, uh, you know, in the journal, in the Dream Plan Journal, I prompt you to assess minimum monthly. I would suggest you assess at least weekly or sometimes even daily, especially if you're doing things that are new and you're learning. Um, but there is huge, huge benefits to assessment. And there's so much money that you can gain so much like money. I mean, the wisdom that will create more income for you, you can gain that if you're not doing assessment right now, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. So if you're, you know, you want to take one thing from this um, episode today that, you know, you're like, okay, Maggie, great. You know, we're going to plan in a month and I'm all in, I'm signing up, but I still want to do something Um, today, this week, but I don't know how to plan, so I'll wait for you to guide me, then do the assessment. At the end of this week, assess what worked for you this week, what given you results that you wanted to do, why was it, understanding the why is key, and then see what didn't work and why and learn from it and adjust and then go into the next week of November with that knowledge and adjustments. So, by December, you'll be an expert in assessment. Okay, so see you next week. I hope you have a fantastic first week of November. And I also hope to see you in Design Your Success 2022 Challenge. Sign up in the, with, through the link in the show notes. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening today. If this podcast resonated with you, please come back. Also, you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening. And if you have a suggestion, question, or a topic you would like me to talk about, let's get in touch via email. Email me 
at maggie at stairwaytoleadership.com. See you in the next episode.